0: Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by The Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey listeners, Jeff Zimfer, welcome to this edition of Mortgage Marketing Radio. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you. If I haven't taken time to give you that shout out, now's the time, the day, the place. Appreciate you. Love you being here. And let me know how else I can add value to you. You can always email me podcast at mortgagemarketingradio.com. You got ideas, suggestions, people you want me to interview. Or hey, you know what? Forget email. Just jump right into our podcast community page on Facebook, Mortgage Marketing Radio, right? You're on Facebook probably right now. <laughs> Type in a search in Facebook uh, for Mortgage Marketing Radio. You'll see the podcast community come on up. Boom. Just click join. You got to go through a little bit of a hoop to uh, make sure you get the green light for me to come in. But I'm glad to have you if you're a active producing and, you know, all around positive minded loan officer. We'd love to have you add value to the group, to the team. All right. So that said, let's talk about my special guest. Uh, My special guest has... um, Man, what a story. I love it when I hear stories like this, who, you know, she wanted to get out of the corporate world and and, and have a better quality of life for herself and, you know, have the, I mean, it's America, damn it. So, you know, you can be whoever you want to be, doggone it. <laughs> and uh, my special guest decided to take take action and leave the corporate world and, be, and become a real estate agent. That's right. Our special guest today is a real estate agent. Now, what has stood out for me sometime about my special guest, her name is Loida Velasquez and uh, chances are you've run into her on one of the many social media platforms that she's on. Let me just tell you this. Her YouTube channel subscribers, over 30,000. Facebook, over 7,000. Instagram, over 8,000. And if you go to her YouTube channel, which, by the way, there's links in the show notes, and in this interview, I talk about how one of the first things you should do is listen to this interview with Lloyd from the standpoint of what can you learn for yourself, yes, in terms of getting active with video, And other social channels. But then secondly, you can share this podcast with your agent referral partners and or you could share Lloyd's YouTube channel with your real estate agents. Why? Because when you go there, you'll see it is a library of awesome training and coaching and how to and tips and looks behind the scenes of like how to succeed as a real estate agent um how to do different things online you're getting a look inside her business and a look inside how she's built such a huge following on YouTube full transparency and disclosure so you know oftentimes as a, i talk about uh, loan officers gifting books to the right real estate agents and even hosting a book study that's a whole topic for another conversation however share the channel share Lloyd's channel from the show notes link that you're going to get in there and just send a note to your real estate agents, whether you Facebook message them or whatever you do, say, hey, came across this awesome channel from this top realtor doing some amazing things on social media and thought of you. Check it out. Hope you like it. That's it. Really simple, easy to do that. So, transitioning back to uh, Loida, my conversation with her. So, not only does she have a great online presence, uh, the, the thing that is, is, is I want to make clear is, you know, Oftentimes, when you see somebody who's got a big following on social media and stuff, the perception is, is like, oh, well, you know, she's getting all her business online from social media. And what you'll hear is the opposite is true. Um, she's cold calling. She is a fisbo and expired dynamo. Uh, she does lots of, quote, heavy lifting right? Traditional stuff, if you will. fizzbos and expires are a tough market, right? She works, she gets after it. She does it every single day. Uh, she's Wonder Woman and you'll <laughs> hear us talk about that as well. So we're going to talk about video. We're going to talk about Fisbos and cold calling and you know, um, uh, wh- what are you doing differently in this market? How does she team up with her lender? Here's what you hear, a pretty cool idea and how she uses video texting in the um, lead qualification process and how she loops her lender into that process. So um, all that and more. And of course, by the way, this episode, as always, is brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership. If you are looking to go to that next level, if you'd like to get more realtor referrals and succeed with real estate agents, if you'd like to uh, reduce rate shoppers and have more efficient, effective sales systems and processes that include scripting, sales process, a, a five star client experience. And if you want to build your brand online, right, establish yourself as a credible authority with a strong online presence, go check out mortgagemarketing.pro. There's that there and a lot more. So that said, let's get into this week's episode with my special guest, Loida Velasquez. Hey Loida, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: It is an honor. For me to have you, as uh, I had told you before, I have been following you from afar, not stalking, following (laughs) uh, (laughs) for some time, particularly because of the amazing stuff you've been doing on social media. So for the listeners, you know, as I said, there's the formal introduction that kind of led up to uh, us, you and I hitting record. But um, I always like to ask this question, why real estate? What, What are you passionate about with real estate?
1: Yeah, well, before I got into real estate, I pretty much worked in the corporate world. And as much as I enjoyed the industry that I was in, I was working in marketing and advertising, I always felt that I was being overworked and underpaid. And as much as I love that, I didn't really see a lot of fulfillment. And there was always a, a cap. I could never progress higher unless I had a master's or a doctorate or whatever it was. And real estate, I saw that as a way not only to help potential homeowners either buy or sell, but at the same time, I knew that Whatever type of work I would put in, in terms of hours and just being out there, would translate into the worth and the lifestyle that I wanted to live, essentially for myself and my family. And that was one of the main reasons why I saw the opportunity in getting into the business.
0: A better life, yeah? Yes. Yes. Awesome. And how's it panned out for you?
1: It's been great.
0: <laughs> you look like you're living the dream.
1: <laughs> I'm living the dream, but I've been putting a lot of work too.
0: I know. I know. That's what we don't want people to overlook. So a uh, couple quick stats uh, about you for the listeners that uh, they may not know of. Where was this? I just had this handy in terms of your social media stats. Let me see mm-hmm. if I can pull that up. You probably know them off the top of your head, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. All right. Here it is right here. Okay. So um, YouTube, 30,000 plus followers, LinkedIn over a thousand, Facebook over 7,000, Instagram over 8,000. Those are of course higher since then because that's just coming straight off your website. Yeah. Uh, what, what really, like I told, said, said earlier, what grabbed my attention about you is you really stood out for me on YouTube in particular. I know you're stepping up Instagram, but did you make a conscious decision to you know, kind of double down on YouTube?
1: Well, I knew that I had to tackle down video for sure. So YouTube has been the one that I have put my most focus on and tried to be consistent in posting videos at least every single week. And since the first video that I posted, which was, I believe, in April of 2015, I knew that if I stay consistent, eventually I would build an audience and everyone would be coming back to me. And essentially it has gotten me to where I am now, where most of my audience are real estate agents pretty much all over the world. And it has brought me business, whether it's referrals or even just... Random people that are looking to either buy or sell and come across one of my videos So Mm -hmm. once I started seeing those results and people reaching out I knew that that was definitely something that I needed to continue doing and in doing those videos and getting those views I wanted to make sure to put on there my other social media Handles so that people could find me everywhere and that's how I have grown my Facebook LinkedIn and Instagram
0: So you are everywhere Yes. (laughs) All right. So let's go back to when you first posted that video back in 2015. Was that um, hard? Did you have to get out of your comfort zone? You know, all that?
1: Yeah. Looking back at that video, I I believe the very first video that I posted was me saying how I had just transitioned from working in marketing and getting into real estate. And I was going to be putting my journey and my story out there and it was scary because i had never done video before and i was before before i got to where i am now i was always an introvert and i didn't like to be uh kind of like the focus of the party or i've never been an extrovert person or or being loud so for me it was definitely something very new Mm -hmm. but i knew that i had to do it and Looking back on it now, I was so serious. I wasn't smiling and it was just kind of like straight to the point. And now compared to then, I'm just always smiling and more energetic. But that was kind of like what pushed me to continue. And then I saw that a lot of people were relating to me. And then that's what, what pushed me to create more content.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at that video right now, by the way. And I'll <laughs> of course post links to your all your channels in the show notes here. But you're also what's, what's really cool about this, I'm reading the comments. Um And so that, uh, you're, you've inspired what looks to be a lot of women to, you know, get after doing video out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great. Um, as a matter of fact, somebody made a comment on there about, we need more inspiring, uh, women in real estate. And were you expecting to have a positive impact like that when you started?
1: When I started, I didn't really have a purpose Mm. per se, Uh, I just wanted to put out content and I figured I'm pretty sure somebody is going to come across this video eventually, and maybe they will be able to relate to me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when I posted that video, I hadn't really come across many women in real estate posting videos. It was always men talking about cold calling or door knocking (laughs) or the real estate business. Mm -hmm. So I think in a sense, once I started being consistent and women saw me and felt that they could relate to me, that's really how they started to attach to me and subscribe and become loyal followers.
0: When and why did you make the the decision on your YouTube channel to what looks like post how to real estate tips, right? For how to be a successful real estate agent. Why did you go that route versus, you know, content for potential buyers and sellers?
1: Yeah, well, just like I mentioned myself getting into the business, I wasn't really finding a lot of women putting out that type of content. And nowadays we all find ourselves going on YouTube and try to figure out, oh, what's the best way to generate leads or does door knocking work and things like that. So based on my experience, I just wanted to put that out there because I felt that, hey, nobody else really is doing it when it comes to women. So if I'm able to put out those tips that will help somebody become a better agent, then essentially we're all going to work together one day. And I would rather work with an agent that knows what they're doing as opposed to someone that that's going to give me a nightmare in a transaction. Mm -hmm. So that in a sense, that's why I just figured that I wanted to put out my experience and what I was learning on the day-to-day basis so that people could go back to my, my first for sale by owner call. And that literally was the the first call that I made and I posted it on YouTube. And now three years later, I can easily call a for sale by owner, set an appointment and I have sold many for sale by owners. So looking back, I know any person that goes to my channel, can be like, okay, well, I'm brand new. has started terrible and look where she is at now. So essentially if she did it, I know I could do it too.
0: Did I hear you say your very first outbound call you made in real estate was to a FISBO?
1: The very first for sale by owner call that I recorded. And oh, I, okay. my very first one, I recorded it and I posted it on YouTube.
0: Wow. That takes some guts.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I'm looking at it. I can't course play it, but uh, how did it go?
1: It was terrible. <laughs> 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 At that point, I didn't really know my scripts, and I had no idea what to say. I sounded very scripted because I had the <laughs> script in front of me. Right. And recently, I did a video reacting to my first for sale by owner call where I pretty much said everything that I should have said back then. It's mm-hmm. just kind of me critiquing myself. But yeah, now going back and listening to that, I probably could have set an appointment with that lady.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Now, now, of course, now because you're yeah. super- Right, you got all this, (laughs) (laughs) but that's great. You were just willing to put yourself out there. um, Yeah, fail forward, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you then? Because you know, you're in terms of, like we said, you're everywhere, right? You got uh, 9,600 current as of this recording followers on Instagram, over 750 posts. Of course, you're posting to YouTube. How do you manage the content scheduling
1: for YouTube? It's at least once a week, once or twice a week. Obviously, the more, the better. Mm-hmm. But definitely being consistent on that. And then for Instagram as well, I maybe do like three posts a week. Mm-hmm. Ideally, it should be one a day that I want to do, but sure. that's pretty much how it is.
0: How How do you come up with content for, let's take video, uh, YouTube first?
1: All of the comments that people leave me, I always read them. And many times they are questions related to the subject that I talked about in the video, or perhaps something that I haven't answered. So I take a lot of the feedback that I get, and then that's how I come up with the content and the videos that I do put out, as well as any particular personal experiences that I'm going through in current transactions. I'll get inspired by that as well and make a video.
0: Hmm. Um, Do you actually have like a content calendar, right? Where you can look at, okay, these are the days I have to post?
1: I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't have a picture. You're just like, yeah,
0: you're you're like, okay, I got to get this done. Boom.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or it could just be that after this call, I go through something and then I I always carry my camera. So it could just be anytime. I'm always ready.
0: (laughs) Now, speaking of carrying your camera, are you using a big fancy camera?
1: I have the Canon G7X. Uh-huh. But I do want to make it clear for the first two years that I started YouTube and pretty much how I built my channel, I was doing every single video on my iPhone.
0: Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and that's so, how people should start.
1: Yeah, exactly. I feel that many people don't start because they're still researching what camera is the best camera and what microphone and lighting. And I didn't have any of that. I just had a little tripod. I would sit in front of a window where a lot of sun mm-hmm. came in and started recording.
0: Well, plus you're in Southern California, so yeah. <laughs> lots of great natural sunlight. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, well, let's transition for a little bit here because uh, when you and I talked, the thing that's interesting, and I don't know if you've heard this before, you know, when somebody's got a big brand and a presence online like you do, right, with YouTube and etc., the perception is that oh, she's getting her business from online. Have you mm-hmm. heard that before?
1: Yeah, I have heard that.
0: Yeah. But what I hear, I know that's not true for you. Um, and that's what really kind of grabbed my attention when when you and I talked is that what what are your main sources of business?
1: My main sources of business is cold calling and door knocking for sale by owners, expires. My um, sphere of influence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for me specifically, expires is my number one go-to and for sale by owners as well. So I don't rely on the online business, it comes here and there as a form of Possible referrals from other agents or just a random consumer that came across my videos. But no, we're still hitting the phones and doing the old school approach of prospecting.
0: But I thought people don't want to hear from another human being.
1: Uh, now I did. Well, that's why we're also on social media. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so DM them on Instagram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, seriously, expires. That's, um, yeah, expires is probably the two toughest groups to prospect, aren't they?
1: They are, and that's why when you're a very skilled agent, you're going to set the appointments.
0: Ooh, (laughs) I like that. There's some confidence. And so you had to build your muscles, though, right, to get there.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've done tons of role-playing and thousands of phone calls to now know exactly what a potential expired or for sale by owner is going to say. And I know what to respond to the point that I know is that they're motivated and they're serious. I'm going to go for the close at least four or five times.
0: You're like, bring it on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because those are, are the type of leads that nobody wants to go after because they're scared. They're scared of for sale by owners and being told off over the phone. But I know that if I can get through to them and obviously I know I can help them, then it's in their best interest to to at least listen to what I have to say.
0: Do you track your numbers, your conversions?
1: Yes, I do track my numbers.
0: Any sense of like, you know, what your conversion is on FizzBills or expireds, like per call or per appointment?
1: For every 10 that I call, I possibly convert maybe one or two. Wow.
0: Interesting. The reason why I asked that, I I was just preparing a presentation for business planning for real estate agents. And, um... I read some NAR statistic that said uh, out of every 40 conversations, you'll get one transaction out of that on average. And, you know, results may vary based on your skill level, but. Yeah. You, you and that's, that's just for,
1: for sale by owners. Now, when it comes to, for me personally, when I'm prospecting just expired for sale by owners and just zip codes, mm-hmm. I've noticed that between 60 and 70 conversations, I'm setting an appointment.
0: Hmm. And out of those appointments, <laughs> I hate to pry, but I'm really curious. Yeah. So out of every appointment, you get there, they're done. Let's just face it, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nobody says no to you. <laughs> uh,
1: well, I pre-qualify them also to make sure that I'm not wasting my time. Uh-huh. But there are those, I, I always set an appointment, then I pre-qualify, and then I do my homework. And if it doesn't make sense where I can't help them, then many times I do cancel the appointments. But If everything makes sense and the numbers work out for everyone, then yeah, when I'm going out there, I'm expecting a signed contract.
0: Nice. Well, let's, let's tie in our lenders that are listening a little bit. Um, I'd be curious to know how you team up or partner with your lender in terms of any lead management qualification, um, how you integrate them into kind of your overall process. Anything you can share there?
1: Yeah. So recently we started to incorporate Facebook ads and those have been targeting a lot of buyers. So on a minimum, we get between one or two buyer leads every single day. But I get text messages. They automatically get put into a database. And the first call that we make, it's us, the agents, to the lead. And we do the best job that we can in terms of seeing if they're actually serious buyers
0: mm-hmm.
1: or, or what their intentions are. That way, we can send them to the lender Um, At the end of the day, we just want to facilitate everything for them and not have anyone be wasting their time if if they're just kind of dead leads or tire kickers. Um, At the same time, once these leads opt into our Facebook ads, they automatically get emails. And something that we do, these are automated emails. So we do video as a, a way to reach them. And we've also incorporated doing videos with our lender that kind of briefly explain the process of buying Mm -hmm. Uh, and that has been very helpful because then many times when we reach out whether it's a phone call or a text message and we set an appointment for a consultation when they come it's almost like they feel they know us already just because they have seen us on a screen Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: in a sense it gives a sense of credibility and them giving us a little bit more trust and being at ease as opposed to just not knowing who we are.
0: That video that the lender is sending, is that uh, like a custom one-off for that individual client or is that more kind of templated and it's just you know, put into that automated system?
1: It's just kind of like a basic, it doesn't. it's not really personalized mm-hmm. for, for that initial, Sure. You know, that mm-hmm. goes out. But yes, uh, we also do text out video messages from our personal cell phones once we have started communicating with that person where it's, it's- more personalized.
0: And is that just like you grabbing the phone, doing a quick video text? Hey, it's Lloyd. Just looking forward to our appointment. Whatever, and then you send it. Yes. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Very short.
0: Short and sweet. Um, can you share without you know revealing? I don't. I don't want to put you in a weird spot, but like you know, what kind of targeting are you doing on the Facebook ads uh, in terms of like demographics or types of sellers or buyers?
1: Yeah. So we do use a company that has helped us and trained us on how to do the Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. And I know that the targeting that they use is, uh, I believe, 33 and higher for the age. And also we exclude anyone that has a title realtor, real estate, or works for any real estate office. Mm -hmm. For the radius, it's about 25 miles from whatever zip code or city it is that you want to target. And that's pretty much it. Everything else is very general. I don't have the exact breakdown in front of me, Mm -hmm. but I know that the, the... The ad targets buyers because many times these buyers also are sellers and a few leads have come in that actually need to sell. So in in a sense, you might get lucky, you might be listing their home and also be helping them buy.
0: Double end, huh? Yes. (laughs) Anything stand out for you about working internet leads uh, as compared to maybe offline leads?
1: For internet, I've noticed that they take much longer to convert It's like, you have to nurture them. I mean, at least some of them, you're never going to find, it's going to be rare that you come across a lead that comes in that they're absolutely just ready to go now. For Mm -hmm. the most part, between like three to six months is once they start converting. So it's all about follow-up and staying on top of them.
0: And how do you stay on top of them? You have some type of an email drip campaign, you said?
1: Yes, they get weekly emails. Mm-hmm. And then we also touch base with them, depending on what they tell us as their what their time frame is. We reach out to them at least once a month, if not more. Like a phone call? Yeah, a phone call. And if they don't answer, we text them. So we switch it up. So it's not like they're always getting a phone call. Because many times what we have noticed, and we'll also incorporate the video text messages because many times we text them like a regular text, but they won't answer. Mm -hmm. But once you send them a video text, they at least say, okay, thanks. Mm. So at least they respond more.
0: That's interesting. Oh, that's good. Uh, Goes to the, to the, the value of video is the next best thing to being there.
1: Yeah. And then something that I've told my lender that we work closely with to do is the same thing. He will text them and also do the video texts because I've noticed, I'm not sure how it is with you guys or, or anyone listening, but I haven't really heard of any lenders that are doing video when it comes to reaching out to their leads. It's mostly, I think they call if they don't answer some lead messages, some don't. So at least video, you might get a response back.
0: We're trying, Loida. We're trying. <laughs> we need to get more people on that bandwagon. That's for sure. That's kind of why I wanted to have you here today because it's great to hear uh, that's increasing your conversion rates and building more trust and all that. Um, yeah. And I think that's a great point because I know you, you're really close to the market and you're hearing and seeing this as well. Is that uh, the, the discussion around technology? Right. It's it's not that technology. How's how was it said? Technology is not going to displace. realtor or loan officer but it will replace the realtor or loan officer who doesn't embrace technology yeah Um, and in today's noisy world with a lot of people competing all those online leads they're they're still kicking the tires trying to figure out who you are it's all about building trust and and likability and in video we know that's like i said aside from being in face-to-face video is the next best thing to building trust and likability Mm -hmm. you got to do it you got to do it lenders listening you should be video texting your, your clients during that, after that initial conversation on the phone.
1: Yes. And something that I've done is just that I've recorded like a 10 second video on my phone, where it's just something generic. That's like, Hey, this is Loida. Great talking to you. I'll be in touch. Look out for my email that has everything in regards to what you need to send in to get the process started. That's it. And you could just save it on your phone, mark it as a favorite. And then anytime you, you, after you speak to somebody, you just send that message because they don't know that you're sending that to everyone, but you don't have to continuously be filming a video all the time.
0: And that's just sitting on your phone. It's so easy to just grab and do it. Yeah. You don't need to like, I remember when I first talked to you, I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that simple. You're not overcomplicating it with like third party apps and this yeah. that and that thing. It's just like, no man, it's just a video text. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that you need to have a platform or a database that, that shoots out the messages for you. And no, the simple, the most simple way that you can do it is just do it yourself through your cell phone.
0: Hmm. All right. Let's pivot. Um, thank you for sharing that back to, um, the other social, the other, (laughs) Instagram. Um, What are you trying to do on Instagram?
1: On Instagram, something that I like to do, I not only like to post pictures of homes that I have sold and my real estate life, but I also incorporate other things that I'm into, like fitness or just (sighs) hanging out, whether if I'm traveling, sceneries and things like that, because what I have noticed is that At the end of the day, whether it's another agent that follows me or whether it's a potential consumer, they want to see what you're really like. I mean, I don't want to come across as just another cookie cutter realtor that has a a, face Instagram, just houses when they see, oh, she works out, then it's like they find little things that they can use to relate to me. And they see that I'm an actual person that has a life and, and does other things aside from selling real estate. So that's, that's one of the ways that I haven't built, been able to build my Instagram.
0: Yeah. You know, that's, that's very interesting. Uh look inside a, a a day in the life of a real estate yeah. agent. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, it's happened many times that I have posted like a workout video mm-hmm. and I do the tags like workout. And I tag the city and the gym and somebody from the gym just comes across my post. And then they reach out and say, Hey, you know, I go to the gym. And by the way, like I'm thinking about buying. So they came in because of my workout post, not even real estate related.
0: Get out of here. Yeah. So you know what? so that's that's the, the the gap that I need to bridge for me personally in my life right because uh yeah, you know i I'm, I'm uh, across that fifty uh fifty year threshold a couple of years ago and, and it's not natural for me uh to post pictures of me working out, you mm-hmm. know that's just like totally foreign to me, but for the millennials in the world that's like totally normal, yeah, you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. so, I don't know there just seems to be something about I'm too busy working out to snap a damn photo of myself you know? yeah. <laughs> So I'm wondering, like, is that something you, you know, you had to kind of, you know, take that on and work through to get to where now it's like normal?
1: Initially, but fitness has always been something that I'm interested in. And even Mm -hmm. for you, for example, I mean, I haven't really seen other gentlemen like yourself posting things like that. So imagine if you started doing that, Mm -hmm. you would start to stand out. And people will be like, oh, Jeff, yeah, mm. he's always working at the gym. He motivates me because I'm 20 yeah. and I'm not going to the gym and he's going to the gym. And I'll
0: smoke you, bro. You're 20. Come on. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny you say that because I did post a, um, a kettlebell thing uh, about a week ago, but I'm still getting used to it all, to be honest with you, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, transparency. Yeah. Still trying to figure it out. Um, but, but coming along, yeah. Um, any any apps or tools you use for instagram to make it easier
1: there isn't really any apps in particular one that i do want to mention because everyone asks me all the time whenever i do post pictures of homes that i have sold and i put the sold sticker mm-hmm. on the picture the app that i use is called fonto p h o n t o and it's a free app all
0: right i'm writing that down so in the show notes
1: yeah, oh, that way you can customize whatever you want to write on top of the picture.
0: Oh, any any st- pictures or whatever you can put words over there.
1: Yeah, the image.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like um word swag, perhaps. Have you heard of that?
1: No, I haven't, but I assume that's probably like the same thing.
0: You gotta check out some. See, look at, I'm teaching lawyers
1: something. <laughs> yeah. <Come> on.
0: <laughs> word swag is really cool because you could take any any image, your own or other. Like they have this huge library of templated images. Mm -hmm. And it comes with all those like set pre done templated fonts that are really awesome. Yeah. It's kind of like Canva. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Similar to Canva. Uh, but, but a great mobile app, whereas Canva's mobile app, uh, I don't know. Okay, cool. Let's close out this way. Um, what are you doing to pivot, prepare, adjust, or if anything for 2019 and you know, the market shift and all that?
1: Yeah, definitely continue more video. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna hit it even harder with the expireds and the for sale by owners. Something that I have started to notice recently is that earlier in the year there weren't on on average, I get maybe thirty to forty expireds every day. Wow. This month, starting October, I minimum get a hundred every day.
0: Really? Because so the price is too high, right?
1: Yeah, I've Mm -hmm. a lot more properties are coming off the market. Mm -hmm. Um, And even talking to other colleagues and and agents that work close by, they're starting to notice a change. In fact, recently I was talking to an agent, he relisted a property that had expired. He listed it at a market value. It was overpriced previously, like $50,000 and he priced it at market value. And he's even told me, you know, it's been two weeks and we haven't gotten anything. And this is crazy because we're not used to this. We're used to getting multiple offers in the first two, three days. So it, it's going to come down to me sharpening my skills and, and being more aggressive on the phones and at the doors because I know that the market shifting is going to weed out a lot of agents that are scared to to cold call or, or prospect. So that's where myself and my team are going to come and take over because we know we can help the, the homeowner.
0: So you're leaning into the market. You're doubling down. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a saying I'm fond of, I think from Warren Buffett perhaps. Some people credit it to, to, to Rockefeller that's uh when there's blood in the streets, that's when you invest.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and there's some blood in the streets, you know, because people are scared and right, there's this yeah. all this stuff going on, but listen, uh I don't I, I, I was just looking at NBA stats, uh, somebody shared that earlier today and the actual purchase transactions are forecasted to increase uh through 2021. So, there's positive news. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, um, oh, by the way, the last thing I just noticed was uh, scrolling your Instagram feed is um, shout out to you and, and Brian. You guys were both featured in the Real Estate Video Influencers report presented by Tom yeah. Ferry. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes for that because that is also a great um, read for those people who want to share it with their agents. Mm-hmm. Good stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, and that was, by the way, done in conjunction with BombBomb Bomb and VScreen. Full credit for it. <laughs> All right, hey. Uh, uh, one last question. Um, Halloween, Wonder Woman.
1: Oh uh, yes, you know for sure, I- <laughs> right? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> that is like uh, that is the, your your what's the word for that? It's not mentor. It's like your identity.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what you would call it. But yeah, I think it's gotten to the point now where even other realtors that follow me, if they see something Wonder Woman, they'll just send it to me and be like, this reminded me of you. So Mm. I like it because at the end of the day, it's like, oh, yeah, Loida, she she looks like Wonder Woman. She's a Wonder Woman realtor. So...
0: Yeah, well, Think hey, about everything about doing an open house as Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Shut <laughs> up nice.
1: to your door, Wonder Woman's going to sell your house.
0: <laughs> exactly. Those fist bows expire, they don't know what's hit them. <laughs> all right. So uh, for those that want to connect with you, uh, like I said, I'm going to put links and all that stuff in the show notes to your YouTube channel, your Insta um, profile, but also we want to put your website in there. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah, anyone can reach out to me at Sold dot com. That's our team website. We know agents all over. So if any lenders that are listening are working with any clients that are looking to relocate, whether it's California or somewhere else, we know the the best agents out in those areas. So reach out.
0: And and my suggestion for lenders that are listening to this right now, um, you know, you obviously can share this, this uh, episode with your realtor partners, but you can also just share um, Lloyd's YouTube channel, for example, uh, with your realtors, because that has got a ton of great information for any realtor on uh, you know everything digital marketing, social media, all that kind of stuff, but other things too. Just you heard, you know, she's the FISBO expired rock star. So go check out the in the show notes. There'll be a link to Lloyd's uh, uh, YouTube channel, and that's just a great way to pour value into your real estate agents. So, yes, Lloyd, hey, I can't thank you enough for being here.
1: Yes, thank you so much. This was fun.
0: I uh, appreciate it. And listeners, as always, we appreciate you. If you like this episode or any others, hey, give us a little shout out. Uh, leave us a review online, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you're listening to this. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at MortgageMarketingInstitute.com.